from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello, Ron. Scott, nice to see you, buddy. Nice to see you, too. Yeah. This is, what, number 32? Show number 32 for May 10th. Welcome, race fans. I'm sorry. Welcome, race fans! Live from the Ron Miller uh, Race Car Studios. Make sure to visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. we got a good show for you tonight. Coming up, I'm going to talk to uh, Fremont Speedway promoter Rich Farmer. they got, uh, actually, the American Ethanol Series has a, a couple of shows scheduled for this weekend in the area. We'll talk about that. Uh, also, NASCAR. Is it for sale? NASCAR okay. says... Or, 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 or. We'll talk yeah, more you know, about they, that. They kind of mumble a little bit, but uh, they, they were testing the waters, and they threw a tri- couple of trial balloons out there. So, so, some interesting things to talk about. We'll talk more about that coming up, as well as uh, Ryan Weekman from WTL has your official uh, weekend weather pit stop forecast, and uh, the record report's back under yeah. caution with Perry Cox. Excited about the weather report. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and Perry Cox, too, yes. So, um, first, let's pay some bills. Ron Miller Race Cars, sponsor of uh, Hammerdown Racing Report, mostly because we're still waiting for other people. I, I keep getting nibbles. I'm just not a good fisherman. We, yeah, that's my problem. I, I can't. Ex- I, I, it's amazing how much this radio show has helped our business. And uh, he's not just saying that because he's on it. Because no, it's yeah. it, it's done it's well. It really has. People come into the shop. They talk about it. And you're right. You're in the area, Lambertville, Michigan. Seven. I almost said four one nine seven three four eight five six seven two two three. That's also. 856-7223-856-RACE. Race. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to explain to people that we're only two miles north of Seacorn Alexis in Toledo. We're only two miles off of US 23, exit one. So we're very accessible. And they just repaved the road in front of your house recently, so that's also a, a bonus. Absolutely. Especially if you're hauling and, the car and, over there. And it's really just in front of our place, so yeah. So anything you need for uh, the racer and your family, safety equipment, parts, tars. service, tars. You got tars? We got tars. You still got fuel? Yes. Got fuel too, so pretty much everything. If, Except if, for, do you sell talent? I know mm, some people that could use that. Um, I can offer advice. Okay. Well, that that's good. So uh, we'll be talking to Rich Farmer a little bit later. Uh, how about we start off with... Uh, a uh, little uh, racing roundup from uh, this past weekend's uh, racing action. A lot of tracks getting it done. Had some nice weather finally. Opening night for mm-hmm. a lot of places. I got to drink my coffee here. Uh, Toledo Speedway, Cody Swanson from uh, California was the big winner there. The Riley Beal Silver Crown 100. Uh, that was on Saturday night. Big USAC race, and it's it's always very well attended. Jim Froling won the ARCA Aramark I hate it when I have typos in my own typing. <laughs> the Arca Airmark late model sportsman feature and uh, Craig Ozenball won the uh, factory stock feature. All that at Toledo Speedway. Good friend of ours, Greg Stillwell, ran second in the Arca late model series. He, he had his car at the Woodland Mall. Yes, he did. Yeah. And uh, very proud of the way he uh, he presents himself. He's got a nice looking car, too. Yeah. A lot of those, those uh, pavement cars look pretty nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Attica Raceway Park, Byron Reed uh, won his 39th uh, career 410 sprint car feature at Attica. Rusty Schlenk, 
He won his second. He actually had a pretty good weekend himself. We'll talk more about him in just a minute. But uh, he won his second late model feature of the season there. And uh, Dustin Stroop, who we had on the show a few weeks ago, was a 305 feature winner. And uh, that win, I guess, put him atop of the fast uh, 305 championship series points as well. So that's pretty cool. So we we have a pretty good track record on picking winners here on the show. Lima Lamb Motorsports Park had uh, Landon Simon uh, win the non-ring sprint car uh, Friday night. Daniel Sanchez won his second consecutive Thunderstock feature. Dylan Woodling was the modified winner. And Oakshade Raceway, we had Steve Kester picking up the uh, first win of the season out there. And the late models uh, was the Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series, as a matter of fact. It's a six-race uh point series they were friday night was uh, attica saturday night was oakshade and then uh, next month they're going to do that again a friday saturday night and right. then they wrap things up in uh, july and uh, was it uh, i think it's a thousand i should know this i think it's an extra thousand dollars uh for the for, champion for of the that points point win, series yeah win, correct so. steve kester looked very good out there he started front row uh had a good redraw but uh he he looked Really, really strong. I, Did I, you see what happened I think, to? I think uh, he's going to have a great season. You see Ryan Missler there when he, running third, running over the lapped car. Yeah, I love watching his videos too. Caught it's, plenty of air. He, yeah, it's, I just kind of looked up and saw him flying through the air. I was like, oh, he's done. Nope, he kept going. He was fine. He ended up finishing third too, didn't he? And, and it was a strong third. Pulled yeah. right back up. Uh, also at uh, Oak Shade, we had uh, Tim Fisher, veteran driver in the sportsman class, picked up uh, the opening win in that. Division, Jeff Folks. Guess who built who built his chassis? Uh, somebody with a shop up in Temperance, Michigan? Lambertville, yeah, who's counting? They're all the same to me. <laughs> you! Technically, technically, we are in Ottawa Lake. Okay. But it's a Lambertville mailing the address. address yeah. it's, it's, it's really crazy, yeah. But easy to find. Uh, so you, you were the chassis builder on? Yes. I did not know that. Um, good job. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Jeff Folks, the defending uh, track champion, was the bomber A main winner, and uh, Carter Murday was the winner of the compacts there at Oakshade Flat Rock. Hang Car- on, hang on, hang on. Oh, what? Let's go back to that bomber race. That was one of the best races of the night, Scott. I didn't see it. I was I, in the I, pit sitting in my car waiting to go. I, I know that. I know that. It was. I saw a little bit of the video, though. It yeah, did look pretty exciting. Jeff, Jeff Folks and Craig Dippman had just a. Uh, a spectacular race, passing each other, slide jobs, nice and clean. You you knew they had respect for each other. It, it, it was a fun race to watch. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. How about your race, Scott? Let's not talk about that. Flat Rock Speedway, Craig Everidge uh, from Angola, Indiana, won the 50-lap ARCA late model feature. Rob Randa pulled off an exciting uh, last lap pass for the uh, Street Stock A-Main feature win. It was a three-wide, uh, they were three-wide at the finish, and he just edged out, um, I don't even know why I wrote this name down, Jeff Metapedigan. Metapedigan. That's it, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, Flat Rock, uh, oh, Jerry Farmer uh, was the B-Main winner, and Billy Early, figure eight winner there at uh, oh, Flat right. Rock. We're going to have on the show next week a uh, Flat Rock driver from uh, up in uh, Michigan. Or in Michigan, up in uh, Canada, sorry. Really? Yeah, Ray Ray Morneau, I believe it was. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't put him on my notes. But, yeah, he's going to be on the show, calling in from Canada because he didn't want to make the drive. It's a little bit. Canada's not that far. I know. Well, maybe you can uh, try and entice him to come. I'll buy his dinner. There you go. We'll do a spaghetti warehouse dinner. All right. Ray, maybe Father 2, Randy, both of you guys can come? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
You getting my dinner too? I don't care. Fremont Speedway, Craig Mintz uh, picked up his second consecutive 410 sprint feature. Uh, NASCAR Xfinity driver Chase Briscoe was the uh, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series non-wing sprint feature winner. So that's pretty cool. One one of uh, Hammerdown's good friends, uh, Chad Wilson, had a tough weekend. Um, Had some chassis issues, didn't run real well, and blew the engine in his dually. So uh, he's licking his wounds. Uh, 305 uh, Sprint Car Driver Bobby Clark came on top of the uh, 305 slash NRA Sprint Invaders 360 Sprint Challenge feature at Fremont. Waynesfield, we mentioned him uh, earlier. They had that big uh, non-wing uh, deal, uh, the non-wing sprints. Uh, Landon Simon, remember we talked about this last week. They said if uh, somebody could win Limeland Friday night and Waynesfield on Saturday, they get an extra five hundred dollars. Well, yep. Landon did it. Landon Simon, he answered the challenge, got that extra five hundred dollar bonus for his efforts. So good job for him. That makes it a nice weekend. Yeah. Scotty Williams uh, made a last lap pass uh, that earned him the uh, modified feature win at Waynesfield. American Late Model Series uh, was uh, no, that's uh, this coming weekend actually. It's going to be uh, in Illinois. They're going to be going head to head with uh, the Mars Racing Series at Farmer City and Fairbury American Legion Speedway on uh, Saturday, Farmer City Friday, the other one Saturday. Uh, both events pay 10000 to win. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, Ron Coleman was the uh, mini sprint, sprint reader winner at uh, Waynesfield. He got moved down a little bit there. American uh, Ethanol Late Model Tour, Rusty Schlenk. He won uh, Friday night at Attica. Well, he, he won the uh, opener in the first uh, late model race, I guess, at Montpelier Speedway in Indiana for, in Right. In a long time. It's been a long time since they had late models there. But uh, he picked that up. He made a uh, nice second win of the weekend for him. Pretty good I th- weekend. I, th- I think that's his eighth feature win of the early, of the young season. Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, the uh, American Ethanol Series or Tour, I guess uh, that's what we're calling it. Uh, of course, uh, Attica Friday night. That's tomorrow night, as a matter of fact. Yes, it is. Fremont on uh, Saturday. So it'll be uh, interesting. We talked to Rich a little bit later uh, about that as well. Four grand to win each one of those could make a nice weekend for somebody. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to see Rusty at both of those as well. Can anybody yeah. beat him? Sure. I'll tell you. Are you, you going to be there? No. Okay. You tell me what. I don't know what I was going to tell you. <laughs> you interrupted my train of thought, Scott. It's crazy like that. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call four one nine two one four zero nine two five. Lucas Oil Late Models, Jonathan Davenport, uh, won the Toyota Knoxville 50 at Taswell Speedway on Friday night after uh, Jimmy Owens left the race with four laps to go. Saturday night at uh, Florence was rained out, and that race has been postponed to August 8th. Uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series, we had uh, Mike Marler, who won Friday at Cherokee Speedway, and Chris Madden was Saturday night's winner at Sonoya. Is that, is that how I pronounce that? Sonoya Raceway? Sonoya? I think so. This weekend, uh, the uh, series will be at Fayette Motor Speedway in North Carolina for the uh, first in flight 100 on both uh, Friday and Saturday nights. Ten grand to win? Uh, I, I believe. I, I believe. That. We'll go with that. Uh, so that's, a, that's right a, there, that's right a, there with the American Late Model Series Mars thing in uh, that, that Illinois. Was lot, that was a lot of racing. So if you're in between there, you got a decision to make. Go to North Carolina, go to Illinois. 
Or you stay if, around here. You if, got eight thousand to win uh, right around here. Yeah, if if you are uh, if you're right between those two places, Attica. Got a lot on, of tracks Friday, around here. Fremont, Oakshade. There you go. Plenty of good racing. Lots of good racing. Uh, and bring a friend. World Outlaw Sprint Cars. Uh, Danny Schatz won his uh, sixth feature of the season. This time at Lake Ozark Speedway. That was on uh, Friday night. Brad Sweet came out on top of Saturday night's action at Selena Highbanks for his first World of Outlaw feature win. The uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions were rained out at Lernerville on Friday. Aaron Rutzel gets uh, the inaugural Buckeye Cup win at Sharon Speedway on Saturday night, and it was his uh, first ever All-Star feature win. Well, congratulations on that. This weekend, the uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions are off. And did you hear about uh, what's going on down in uh, Kentucky this weekend? A lot, lot, lots of things to choose from this weekend. Hopefully Mother Nature plays nice. Well, we know it's not a horse race because that was last weekend. A little bit different. Florence Speedway. Do you see how much they're charging for a grandstand admission this uh, this weekend, Saturday night? They're calling it the uh, night in the dirt. I think it's a lot of money. I think it's a couple hundred bucks per person to get in, isn't it? Minus a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, you would be correct. I know, yeah, I know. Free racing, free general admission. You need a good straight man, Scott. I'm sorry. Free general. That is cool. I thought that was a that's a pretty neat way to get people to bring people out to the free track. general admission. Yeah. And, and we got a brought to you by Slicker Graphics and uh, Smoking This and That Barbecue. Got to give them a plug for doing that. Oh yeah, we talked Even about this far a, away from here, but we we talked about this a while ago. Though I'll bet concession sales are spectacular that weekend. That would make sense. Most families only have just so much that they can spend for entertainment. If they elect to go to the races and pay 40 bucks to get in, they're not going to spend a lot of money for hot dogs. What's well, like we were talking about last week with uh, uh, Cole and uh, Corso. Corso. Corso and Cole, I had them backwards, uh, about sports in general just getting too expensive to, to go out to uh, a game or a race or whatever. I mean, right. Other what, sports, you got to pay for parking. But what better way? Are... What better way to introduce fans than to pack the place with people that are in for free, and then telling them that it's only what ten, twelve bucks normally? Yeah, and it's not like it's a, a little show either. I mean, they they got late models, modifieds, and uh, three other classes. So I mean, it's not like they're just trying to pull one out, pull one over on you. It's a, it's a real no, deal. I I think that's that's an excellent show. Think any tracks around here would do that? I would hope so. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, people are coming up with some uh, new and innovative uh, ideas, uh, trying to get people butts in the seats. It's all about you know, butts in the seats. And, and I'm sure your paper didn't tell you what the, that's the sponsors for the weekend chipped in to make that happen. Well, I know, so yeah, there, there's, probably, probably. there's probably a couple of bucks coming in. I but, like it. Yeah. and uh, I'd, I'd listen to commercials for a free race. Hot dog sales are going to be through the roof. All right, that's uh, this Saturday night, Florence Speedway in Kentucky. Again, gen- free general admission for the uh, night in the dirt. Thought it'd be cool. Uh, Kevin Harvick, uh, moving into uh, national news yeah. here. He, uh, he picked up his uh, fourth win of the year at Dover. He passed Clint Boyer with 63 laps uh, remaining. Uh, Boyer was leading the race when, the, I guess, the, rain, uh, the race was stopped because of rain uh, with 80 laps remaining, and he was hoping they wouldn't continue and he would Har- be the winner. Har- Harvick. Harvick really stunk up the show there. He was good. He was very, very good. I think I was driving. I had to listen to it, so yep. it, it's even more boring if you're just listening to it. But. No, it, it was, unfortunately, it was boring. Well, did you hear uh, about what happened to uh, Boyer's uh, car chief? 
No. Who happens to be Jerry Cook. No. What did who you said we're gonna get on the show here sometime. Yeah, did Jerry get his He's suspended. So he's got some time. Did Maybe we get, could get him on next week. <laughs> did he get his hand slapped? Uh apparently, yeah. He uh Jerry Cook, Boyer's car chief, was suspended uh two points races because they have the uh, all star race coming up here. Right. Um uh for rear window violations. It also cost Boyer twenty driver championship points. So, but he still should make the playoffs because he's got that win. He's from got a win. A few he's weeks in. ago, yeah. They can penalize him all he want, all they want. He's he's so, locked in. So we'll have to get to talk to you. Have to talk to uh, Jerry. Find out uh, what exactly they did. Okay. <laughs> um, NASCAR uh, is it for sale? Reuters reported that uh, France family, the majority owner of uh, NASCAR since its founding in 1948. Is exploring options for a sale. NASCAR responded by saying, well, um, er, and they stuttered and stammered a whole lot, but they didn't deny. They didn't deny. And nothing's happening. It hasn't been sold. They're just kind of exploring their options from everything that I read. They they tossed out the possibility of uh, some venture capitalists maybe buying it and trying to improve it. Kevin Harvick, we were talking about him doing a, a wonderful job last weekend racing, uh, has a has a racing program called Happy Hour. Yeah, he's got a, he's a, it's podcast, a podcast, I believe. Yep. Kind of like this. Yeah. Not quite as popular, not though. As, because, not as good as yeah, ours, yeah, but, obviously. you know. But uh, Kevin was asked if he would have any interest in buying NASCAR. And... If he makes that much money, then he gets paid way too much. That's what I thought. But, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that he couldn't put a group together. Uh, and obviously there's been some talk, as there was with uh, championship auto te- race teams, CART, many years ago, which was uh, a series that was put together by the car owners and, and largely Roger Penske. But uh, the team was run by a, a group of car owners. I remember and, that. Uh, yeah. Now, Harvick was asked, you know, and, and he had some very candid answers. So these these things had been thought out ahead of time. I, I didn't hear. I saw something about it, but I didn't have a chance yeah. to check that out. Um, you know, things that he would do if, if he was in charge. And uh, pretty interesting. Um, and, and it's going to be fun to see how it really shakes out because obviously NASCAR realizes that Things are not quite going according to plan. The Happy Harvick Racing Series. Yeah. H-H-R-C-S. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, so, it, it, could, it could still be NASCAR. So do you think that this whole deal is uh, coming about because of the lower attendance that we're seeing in a lot of the tracks? Scott, attendance is abysmal. And the ratings are abysmal. And they're having. A, they don't. They don't release the attendance numbers anymore. But uh, no, a blind, but you can see a, a blind from just watching on TV yeah, that, that there's a lot of empty seats, and there's right. less seats because the less seats that you have, then it, there's less that you have to fill, and it doesn't look as empty. Right. Like Michigan has tore out how many Thousands. sections of bleachers? They. I mean, they. they and Daytona to, did. They used to stretch all the way around turn four and into turn two. NASCAR. Improved the fan experience with all of their expansion, but during that expansion, they took a lot of seats out. 
So but, uh, uh, what's your opinion on a, uh, a pending sale? Do you think this would be good for NASCAR, or do you think this is well, Scott, the, that, it's, it's not, the beginning of the end? No, I don't believe it's the beginning of the end, but it's certainly going to require some restructuring, either on NASCAR's part or, or a new owner if that happens, or a group that represents the current race car owners. But, uh, yeah, Harvick had some pretty good ideas on... Uh, did you say anything about uh, about the the uh, Ar- the bleh, the Arca acquisition? No, they didn't. But I certainly I think it certainly improves the image of NASCAR. Improves the value. It's like putting a new roof on on your house before you Absolute, sell it. Absolutely, new carpeting. You know, <laughs> painted the inside walls. It's ready yep. to go. Yep. But uh, well, if they were smart, they probably would have sold it at the peak of its popularity. What about ten? 15 years ago? Yeah, but who thought that it was going to plummet the way that it has? That is true. That is a good point. Uh, Well, maybe they can turn things around. Um, I guess uh, the France family has a majority interest in the International Speedway Corp, which runs uh, or owns uh, a bunch of tracks. I think there's only three tracks that are independent still. Uh, The rest are owned by that group or... uh, uh, What the heck's his name? Is it Burton Smith? Burton Smith, Humpy Wheeler. Yeah, Yeah, the... The other, there's like two groups that own all the tracks, except for Dover, Indianapolis, and Pocono, I think, are the mm-hmm. three independent ones. So maybe it'll bring about uh, more tracks, but uh, or more places that NASCAR will visit as opposed to just the tracks that they're currently going to. But uh, I guess uh, I, I read something that said that they could throw in uh, the Francis interest that, that they have in the International Speedway Corp, you know, throw those tracks into the deal, too, so they get the tracks and NASCAR, whoever's would be the right. potential buyer, and uh, it could rival the sale of Formula One uh, that sold for $8 billion a couple of years ago to Liberty Media. I think I heard the number 2.1. For NASCAR? Yeah. B really? is in They're less boy. than half of Formula One. Wow, that's sad. Well, anywhere else in the world, Formula, Formula, Formula One, one is, is ginormous. Everywhere else in the world, Good soccer is Good use of that word, huge. by the way. Really? I approve of that word. That was okay. well used. Um, anyway, yeah. Anywhere else in the world, soccer is a big deal, you know? So we're kind of alone here in the United States, but, yeah. All right, then. Uh, NASCAR Truck Series may be rebranded uh, as the Gander Outdoor Truck Series in 2019. Did you hear about that? I did. Okay. A lot, Basically, of, a lot of rebranding yeah. because... Uh, but that's not such a big thing. Camping World uh, is the current sponsor, and they own the rights through 2022. Apparently, they bought Gander Mountain at a bankruptcy auction last May, which was a year ago, 2017. So, uh, yeah, so it's like one of their brands, and I guess well, and Monster, maybe they're trying to help it out. Monster Energy is only coming back one more year. Yeah, well, yeah, and we talked a little about that a few weeks ago, about how they may do a... Uh, uh, I forget what it was, but like a a, a split sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I'm not even still sure. Not sure how that's going to work out. Um, this weekend, uh, Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series is at Kansas City for the KC Masterpiece 400 Saturday night race, eight o'clock start on Fox Sports One. So if racing at your local track happens to get rained out this weekend, you got a backup plan, I suppose. Plan B? Plan B, yeah. Plan B sucks. It, it really does, does it Scott. Does. Yeah. 
Speaking about that, how about uh, we uh, check out that weekend weather pit stop with uh, Ryan Weekman? Find out uh, what exactly is going to be going on with I, the weather. I hope he's got good news maybe, for us. Maybe it's changed since you uh, heard it before the show. Possible. It, it could have changed. You don't. This is your weekend weather pit stop. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. After a few weeks, starting off the month of May with some gorgeous weather, we're kind of back into that spring pattern where rain chances are going to be much higher as we go into this weekend. So we'll try and keep it dry on the raceways, but looks like scattered showers will be possible both Friday and Saturday night. Friday, temperatures will be cooling off quickly. Toledo, Attica, Limeland, and Eldora. Temperatures will likely be in the 60s or 50s. Saturday could be dry to start the day, but with 7 o'clock start times at Waynesfield, Oakshade, Flat Rock, San and Fremont. Rain chances will be on the increase. We expect scattered showers and includes Eldora as well with a wind out of the east and off the lake. Cooler conditions are likely. This has been your weekend weather pit stop. Be sure to download the free first alert weather app out at the racetracks. You'll find that radar tab to be very useful this weekend. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. I don't know about you, but I actually do use that app too. Yeah. Not that they, I don't get paid to say that, but uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty useful. Um, and kind of depressing there. Hopefully, uh, the weather will change. We still have a couple days. Things right. change. Right. Um, like a couple days ago, they said it was going to be eighty three and sunny on Saturday, with rain on on Friday yeah, and Sunday. But it's not looking super good. But uh, anyways, uh, what we got coming up this weekend in the area for racing? Again, uh, we'll be talking to Rich Farmer here in about uh, about. Four minutes, maybe five you know, minutes. We'll do maybe, it right after the record report. Maybe we need to talk to some of the tracks in Building Sunday in as as a built-in race. I thought day. you were going to say about building a roof over the track. Oh, that'd work too. <laughs> Just a big tent. Toledo Speedway is in action tomorrow night. Sort of. They're having the uh, street drags tests. Uh, it's the test night uh, that starts at six o'clock tomorrow evening, and then uh, their next event after that's the big Arca Menards two hundred presented by Federated Auto Car Care. That's uh, coming up on the 20th. But they have stuff going on the 19th, Saturday as right. well. Uh, Friday, Saturday. That's Saturday, Ar- Sunday. Armed Forces Pole Day plus uh, ARCA late model. Sportsman. Sportsman, yeah. And another type of LMPS. It should be SP. Yep. Uh, thank you. It'll be Ports Sport. Man sport. Yeah, yeah, late model Sportsman, uh, Silver Cup 35 lap feature. That's at 3 o'clock on Saturday and then Sunday. They're going to have an autograph uh, session on the track at noon, followed by the 200 at 2 p.m. Again, that's uh, not this weekend. Next weekend. Is it next weekend, Arnie? Yeah. The 20th uh, of, uh, yeah, May 19th and 20th. Attica Raceway Park in action tomorrow night. 4,000 to win, American Ethanol Series, uh, late models. Um, also have uh, 305 Sprint, Dirt Trucks, and the Vintage Cars will be there as well. Gates open to 5 Racing at 745 Tickets are $15 for general admission. Is that the VARC group? I think so. It just had vintage cars, but I'm assuming okay. it is because I think the vintage cars are also at Waynesfield on Saturday. Okay. Yes, they are. Um, Great group. You need you Fans, you need to catch them somewhere this summer. Yeah, I would think that you've probably driven most of those kind of cars too, huh? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Limeland Motorsports Park on Friday night uh, is having Modified Mayhem presented by k Filters. Uh, they'll have the K&N filter modifieds paying a thousand to win. Thunderstocks and uh, the Starlight modifieds, S T A R. I don't know what that stands for. 
Sounds cool, though. Uh, pit gates open at 4.30, racing at 7.30. That's at Limeland tomorrow evening. Eldora, they got a big uh, two-day show. They're calling it hashtag Let's Race 2. I frown upon names of weekends being called a hashtag something. But, you know, what? Friday and uh, Saturday, tomorrow and Saturday night, it's the uh, World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series and uh, USAC National Sprints will be there. Full shows both days, spectator gates at 2 o'clock each day, and a racing at 7.30, Friday and Saturday. General admission tickets are $28. Waynesfield, uh, Saturday night. Uh, all these tracks starting at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. They're... Waynesfield's having modified money, 1500 to win. Ooh. Uh, that's for the modifieds. They're going to have modified lights, compacts, and the vintage American race cars. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. Oakshade is uh, having the Bill Reckner Memorial, the rescheduled uh, one from the supposed to be season opener a couple weeks ago. So trophies will be provided to the every class except for the late models. Just easier that way. Uh, but there will be late models there, as well as Sportsman Bombers and Compacts. Gates open at 4, racing at 7 at Oakshade. Flat Rock Speedway is having autograph night. Um, and uh, they're actually going to have an autograph session on the track from 6.15. Well, it's at 6.15. I don't know how long it goes on. So make sure you're there by 6.15 if you want to be on the track, get some autographs. Racing starts at 7. Uh, front gate actually opens at 3.30. They got a full show, late models, figure eights, street stocks, and the debut, we've been talking about this too, that uh, new uh, Bandolera class. Is it? Okay. Yeah, Saturday night. All right. Along with the late models, street stocks, and figure eights. That's Flat Rock. Sandusky Speedway. They're having the uh, Rob Natoli Memorial. Saturday, May 12th. They're having the MSS Super Modifieds, street stocks, and Renegade stocks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. Tickets are 15 bucks general admission for that show, uh, which is a little bit higher, I believe, than their their normal price. Because I think it's like 7 bucks for a regular show there. Mm -hmm. It's cheap. Uh, Fremont Speedway. Uh, and we'll be talking to Rich here, actually. Probably should be giving him a call. Fremont uh, Federal Credit Union Night. American Last and All Late Model Tour. After uh, being at Attica on Friday night, we'll be there at Fremont with 305 Sprint Dirt Trucks. Gates open at four, racing at seven, and fifteen bucks is uh, ticket price for Fremont. Pretty reasonable for yeah. for a special show. Four thousand, four thousand to win show. So, well, we get uh, Mr. Uh, Farmer on the phone here. I think it's time uh, to bring back the record report. It's been a couple weeks. He had yeah, some internet problems and yeah. he was busy. And Perry's been slacking. Yeah, well, he's he's been busy. I know what it, I know how it is. So. Uh, but I don't even really know how to sell this, but uh, here we go. Two minutes of your life that uh, you may never get back. You may never. Huh? Welcome to the record report under caution. Tonight, we're going to shine the headlights of the record on Brian McKenzie and the Club 39 Bell Housings. Have you seen his work? He has created a ductile iron insurance policy. You can bolt to the most expensive part of your race car. It'll protect your investment and keep you on the track. And, unlike anything else in motorsports, it has a warranty. On top of all that, he can paint it or have it hydro-dipped in a multitude of designs. And the Club 39 bell housing can be a one-of-a-kind custom match to your dream machine. The only acceptable crack in your car 
is the one that splits your clenched butt cheeks when you drive it too hard into the corner. Start stalking Club 39 Bell Housings on Facebook. Then give Brian a call. And now for another segment of 5 Minutes with My Tow Truck Assistant, better known as 5 Minutes with My Hooker. Tonight, we talk to Justin Gamber. Take it away, honey. What's your car number and why? Uh, my car number is 4G because that is the number we put on Charlotte back when I ran for Chris Howard. What's your nickname and how did you get it? Uh, my name is actually Putter and I got that from my grandpa back when I was young. What's your favorite memory racing? Uh, honestly, my favorite memory is when I won my first race in Charlotte back in 09. Who killed Abraham Lincoln? Uh, I don't know. Well, thanks for being on the show, Justin. We'll be cheering for you out there as you try to better your season from last year, where I think you had seven, eight feature wins. But anyway, that's all I have for this week's report. Remember, there's only two kinds of race engines, ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up. It's probably time to change your oil. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good advice there. Yep. Hopefully I dialed the right number, too. Going to talk to Rich Farmer here. Caution's out. We're done. We're back to green. <laughs> yeah. No. No. This is what happens. I ask for a producer help. Yeah. Your call has been forwarded oh, to an man. automated voice messaging system. So we leave him a really long voicemail? Four, one, nine, three, oh, zero. That's it. There you go. Four. There's a four in there. It's kind of like telling, please record your message. It's kind of like waiting you for your number to come up on the 50-50 route. One for more options. Rich, Scott Haber, Ron Miller, where are you? We wanted to talk to you on the show about this big American ethanol late model tour show you got coming up on uh, Saturday night, and all the exciting things going on at Fremont Speedway. Yes, yeah. Rich, if you would give us a call four one nine two one four. 0925. There you go. And if uh, anybody else, okay, we're going to hang up on you now so you can call us back. Uh, please. Bye. All right. Rich Farmer has voicemail there for you. <laughs> that was the quickest interview we've ever done, Scott. It was, it was pretty quick. I might get home and it might still be daylight out. That's pretty cool. I doubt it. That's possible. Well, next week on the show, uh, we mentioned we got uh, Ray uh, Morneau. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. He's a, one of those French-Canadian names. We'll be talking to him uh, about his uh, street stock feature win up at Flat Rock uh, Speedway a couple weeks ago. He was very excited. He actually, his dad contacted me. I don't know if I told you all this. His dad no. contacted me after the show, sent me a message, and uh, uh, basically said uh, that it was cool hearing his name. They are out working on the car. They listen to the show all the time. They're out working on the car in the garage, and... Uh, um, there's, they don't get any local coverage or anything, you know, in Windsor cause that's where they're from right. and they race at Flat Rock. So they thought that was pretty cool. So I'm like, Hey, well, it is you cool. Want to come on the show? You're like, sure. Yeah. Win a feature, come on the show. That's what we got. You win a feature, you can come on the show. If you want to be on the show, go ahead and, uh, send me a, uh, email. It's got hammer at iheartmedia.com or send us a message through uh, Facebook, um, hammerdownracingreport.com contact information there as well. 
Make sure to like us on our Facebook page. That helps too. Yeah, yeah, every little bit helps. And uh, we do have the Hammer Down Racing Report apparel for sale on hammerdownracingreport.com. Actually, has a link to our little Zazzle store, I guess it is. You too could be sporting the coolest look of the season. There's actually some uh, some interesting female attire on there yeah, well, as well. And especially you can wear the T-shirts to the races, and, you know, it, it's definitely a good conversation setter. Oh, you listen to those guys. They're awesome. Yeah, I saw that sponsor in that car that got hit. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's next week on the show. Also, uh, don't forget to uh, give Ron a call, 419. Nope, 734. I just messed that up, don't I? Well, yeah, you have, it's because your other number is 419. That's it. 734 856 7223. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything racer needs. And that other number, by the way, the one that starts with 419, if you listen to my answering machine, if should I happen not to answer, it'll give you my cell phone number and you can call us and we'll answer 24 7. Dave says he's probably fired already. Right. No, you're going to get a 100% pay decrease, Dave. Dave's the one that's helping me out trying to set that's up it. some of these interviews here. And I, I looked it up. I thought we had talked to Rich recently, like in the last couple of months. but We did. No, it was October really? before the Run What You Brunch. It was our wow. third show was the last oh time we talked gosh. to Rich Farmer. And I was like, and it was like two weeks before uh, they announced the sale of uh, Fremont Speedway. He sold it yeah. to the uh, fair board there. Right. Wanted to talk to him about that, too. Um well, we can talk about what we were going to talk to him about. Um, that was the last time we talked to him was before the run what you brung thing. Uh, do you know what prompted the sale? I'm going to interview you like you're a rich farmer. Pretend to be rich. So what prompted the uh, sale of Fremont Speedway to the fair board? I don't have, the, I don't have a clue. Okay. All right. Uh, any idea on what changes that we can s- expect to see in the future as a result of the sale? I think it's going to be pretty much business as usual, Scott. Okay. Um, the, the track is still going to be prepped the same way it has been. Okay. Y- you should still see excellent racing. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, he still owns the Hall of Fame. That wasn't part of the deal. Uh, why'd you want to hang on to that? Because Which is pretty cool. Actually, uh, when I was there with Perry, opening afternoon, it was an opening night. But uh, It's such a fan favorite. I wanted to keep hands on and wanted to make sure that it was around forever. Good answer. It's pretty cool. Have you been in? I'm sure you've been in there. I haven't. You haven't been in there? No. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's not the biggest thing, but there's a lot of stuff packed in there. Um, I didn't have a chance to. I mean, you could probably spend hours in there. I was only in there for a little bit, but... Uh, Big weekend coming up at uh, Fremont with the American Ethanol Late Model Tour. It's uh, curious how that deal came together. You're, you're rich the, farmer still. Sorry. Oh, I they they approached me because they wanted to have a two show weekend in this in this area, and I said, "Yep, let's do it." Okay, that's a good answer. Good answer. Um, any pushback uh, from uh, sprint car fans? You know, because Fremont's primarily known as a sprint car track. Well, we've been in. Introducing late models to our, our fans for quite some time with the with the crate cars, and uh, we figured this would be a good way to uh, showcase a little bit better class of late models. No, I'm sure you don't have an answer for this one, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Do you yeah. have any contingency plans if Mother Nature fails to cooperate on Saturday night? Mother, Na- Mother Nature will cooperate. Okay, I guess that's a good answer. Uh, again, we're talking to uh, Rich Farmer through Ron Miller here. <laughs> Um, 
social media. They, they got a lot going on with social media out there. They do uh, the take a selfie with their uh, the queen, the Fremont Queens. They're, they seem a little young to be queens, but uh, whatever. We tried that. Perry got a selfie of him, and uh, he was very upset because they choose a, a winner for actually they choose several, and they get to go for a ride in the pace truck, which is pretty cool if you haven't ever done that before. Um, he was a little bummed that they didn't choose him, but uh, for a queen. No, no, you, t- you take your picture with the queen, okay. you tweet it, there's a hashtag, uh, which I don't remember exactly what, someone with the pace truck, and then they pick a winner based on the hashtag, you tweet at uh, Fremont Speedway, and then, you know, they pick randomly pick a winner, and you get to go right around the pace truck before, uh, I think it's the features. Well, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And probably a whole lot safer than what a lot of racetracks used to do with just loading kids on top of race cars and... I remember that. I did that when I was a kid at Bryan oh Speedway. They put me like in the back sitting on the trunk with my legs in where the rear windshield would be. Yeah. Seems safe. Yeah. What could go wrong? Um, all right. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Rich Farmer, through uh, the voice of Ron Miller. What do you think about the fate of uh, Millstream Speedway? And uh, have you had any uh, thoughts of uh, maybe contacting Greg Rowe and, uh, you know, trying to get something going there, getting the Speedway from him or something? No, I don't see talking to Greg Rowe. Um We've we've discussed this in the past, and uh, yeah, I I don't see any future there at all. No, all right. no, that's not Ron Miller. That's that's, that's Rich Farmer. Okay. Uh, and finally, last question. Ron Farmer's or yeah, Ron, Ron Miller. Farmer. <laughs> yeah, Rich Miller. <laughs> yeah, you threw me under the bus on that. <laughs> yeah, Ron Miller still has hopes. Okay. Uh, final question, uh, Rich Farmer, through the voice of Ron Miller. Best racing movie. Talladega Nights, Days of Thunder, Cars, Stroker Ace, or Other. Oh, Six Pack. Okay. There you have it. There. Uh... Anything with Kenny Rogers has to be good. Uh, again, make sure to tune in next week, uh, and I will make sure we have Ray Morneau, a street stock driver up at Flat Rock Speedway, uh, is going to be our guest on the program. And I'm sure there's something crazy going to happen tomorrow that we're going to be talking about or Saturday or Monday or Sunday because something crazy always seems to happen right after we do the show. That's it. Um, If only we knew what that was, then we would be – that would be cool. Yep. Prophetic. Kevin Harvick's going to buy NASCAR. There you go. And right. Take it it to the bank. Is he going to be the flagman too? No, no, no. car driver? He's going to sit up. He's going to sit up in the tower with his headphones and a microphone. One-way communication with the drivers. Is he going to buy it on his Boy, own? That's a bad thought. Or is uh, is Earnhardt and uh, Stewart going to go in on that deal? Oh, it'll be a it'll be a collaboration of of several retired drivers. Jeff Gordon, you know. You think uh, if we get uh, Earnhardt and uh, Stewart uh, as owners, that maybe NASCAR's top series would see a dirt track? They bought Arca. Or, or, Arca or, races on the dirt. Or two or three dirt tracks. Yeah. yeah. Other than just the trucks. I'm saying the, the cup cars. Well, let's let's take it up, kick it up one notch. Let's take the Xfinity cars to Eldora okay. or Springfield, Illinois on the mile dirt. Would they work? How would how bad would those cars handle on dirt? Arca already runs Springfield and DuCoin. One-mile dirt tracks over in Illinois. And they seem to do all right. Yes, they do. Oh, I did see that uh, um, Decker, Natalie Decker got uh, spun out and, uh, I guess, made friends with the person that uh, spun her out. 
Really? Because they, they had matching driver uniforms on. Kind, kind of the Danica Patrick thing? No, no, no. I mean, she was, like, not Danica Patrick. She actually went over and... I guess uh, the driver that hit her, hit her, and I don't remember his name, he, like, slid up from the bottom. It wasn't, like, an intentional thing. Uh, came over to apologize, and uh, I think she said something like, oh, I, and I she throat punched him? I haven't met you yet. And they introduced him. It's like they were making, they're like, oh, we got matching driver uniforms. How cool. Yay. I, I don't know if that was the actual conversation, <laughs> okay. but it was something like that from the article <laughs> I read. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, she's uh, apparently pretty laid back compared to Danica Patrick. And I think uh, I read she's still sixth in points. Well, I, don't bad. quote me on that. I think that's where she was. Um, that was extraneous information. So, all right, we've dragged this out as long as we could, and uh, it doesn't look like a... Should we try calling him one more time? Yeah, Let's give him go. a ring. We'll do this one more time. Rich? Next week, we'll be in action, 7 o'clock, right here, Thursday night. Catch us on our Facebook Live. You can listen. Your call on... has been forwarded. Okay, bye bye. Catch us on uh, iHeartRadio on demand. It'll be a little bit edited, cleaned up version of this program that you see on Facebook Live. A lot of dead air. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of cleaning up to do for tomorrow's uh, episode. But uh, uh, again, uh, Raymond Morneau from uh, Flat Rock Speedway, Street Stock Driver, will be our guest. And we've got to tell you that we really appreciate you folks sticking in with us. We like the fact that you're listening and uh, every week we're seeing a lot more I think listeners. this is the first time we've actually had a, a guest a uh, stand us up yeah have a, that kind of deal and we're this is show number 32 so that's pretty good we got a pretty good average going here seven o'clock thursday right here be back here for the, the hammer down racing report live from the ron miller race car studios recorded mm-hmm. if you're listening on iheart radio and uh hammerdownracingreport.com's got uh, all the links that you need to iHeartRadio, our Facebook, and our store. Again, we appreciate you listening. Have a great week. Go to the races this weekend and take a friend. Or two. Lots. Yeah. And do a rain dance so it doesn't rain. An anti-rain. Anti-rain dance. Yeah, I got it. Later. You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!